When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Drake and Janet, and we are on the Hollywood Raw podcast. So tune in and get all the juicy juice on uh, all the tea, all the Hollywood gossip. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Tony Robbins. Hey, guys, I'm Audrina Patrick. Hey, this is Adam Carolla. You're on the Hollywood Raw podcast. You're watching Hollywood Raw. You're listening to and watching Hollywood Raw. This is the Hollywood Raw podcast, hosted by entertainment veteran Dax Holt and street journalist Adam Glynn. The podcast humanizing Hollywood. From celebrities to media moguls, even paparazzi and bodyguards have come to break news, break their silence, or just have a great conversation on Hollywood Raw. If they're on Hollywood Raw, there's a reason. From Page Six to TMZ, Daily Mail, and People Magazine, everyone is talking about the Hollywood Raw podcast with Dax Holt and Adam Glynn. Welcome to the Hollywood Raw podcast. Uh, we got a spicy episode today, huh? It's a spicy meatball of a podcast. Spicy podcast. <laughs> That's my friend Dax Holt. We do this little thing called the Hollywood Raw podcast where we like to say we humanize Hollywood. We talk to celebrities. We talk to publicists, the managers, the people who've made the famous famous. The bodyguards, the paparazzi, everyone in between. And today we got Drake Bell on. Drake and Drake Bell has been all over the news recently because Josh Peck, his former co-star from Drake and Josh, talking all kinds of shittackery uh, on the BFF podcast. And so we wanted to get him on and just see, hey, what, what's your perspective on, on all of this? Is what Josh is saying true? Is it not true? Do you have your side of the story? Just, you know, I, I feel that when someone comes out and I mean, guns blazing like Josh did on this podcast, you know, I, I think that there's a fair rebuttal that is needed by the other person. And uh, so, you know, he's coming on to, to chat about it. Yeah. I'm which I'm talk stoked about. Also not, he's coming with his tag team partner, uh, his wife, Janet, who uh, actually works with him. She's uh, uh, his manager. So, and works with them. And podcast co-host now. Podcast co-host. So, kind of cool. So, I'm excited to talk to them. A lot to get into. Obviously, the Nickelodeon days, how he got the part. To I'm just curious if he's just sitting on a bag full of money right now and just. Right? Like, you got to think, because that show is legit. Well, here's the thing. It's playing all the time. Josh in this interview so they don't get residual. So, I want to know if that's accurate or not. And, you know, he there's so much there's so much to talk to drake bell about because he's been famous for so long uh so we will get into that very shortly um i do have a review to read Ooh, as a little thank you for taking some time out of your day to leave us a review all right this one comes from crusher candy and it says friday shows give us five stars says absolutely love the new friday raw rundown way to end the week i love it so if you haven't checked out um our friday episodes are called the raw rundown it's basically catching people up on all the the top entertainment stories of the week the biggest stuff um we 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 put it all into one tiny little bite-sized show that's about 20 minutes long uh, to send you off into the weekend and feel like you are caught up on everything that happened during the week. So quick and easy. So thank you, Crusher Candy, for uh, 
leaving that review. Appreciate it. You crush your candy. With that said, let's get to today's podcast. Dax, tell us about our guest today. All right. Our guest today is an actor, a singer who has been in a ton of projects like The Amanda Show, Drake and Josh, and now has a podcast with his wife, Janet, who is also joining us. Drake and Janet Bell. What's up, guys? Drake and Janet, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. A lot to get into with you guys. I mean, I feel like there's so much from the recent news to just talking about your past. And obviously the new stuff with you guys doing your own podcast. So congratulations on that. It's very exciting because uh, I know it's, you know, from what I've heard, it's you've done. I've heard the first episode and you guys did a great job with it. I know it's not easy to do a podcast with your partner from what I've heard because you guys talk all the time. So how do you make it interesting and fun? For a podcast, and you guys actually did that. So kudos to you, props to you guys. That's, you know what? That's funny that you mentioned that because uh I was watching the podcast and I was like, that that thought came through my head. I was like, wait, we talk all the time. So how are we gonna keep the conversation going? But then it just like mm -hmm. it just flowed naturally. You know, I mean, I think that is, you know, since we do talk all the time, we just know how to kind of keep the conversation going. You know, it was, it was nice. Yeah. How long have you guys been together now? Sorry? How long have you guys been together? We've, We've been, been married for three years. Yeah. Yeah. Three years. And yeah. married. Married. But how did you guys meet? We met um, through a mutual friend when I was working on a, a, a show called Splash. Mm -hmm. And I, it was 4th of July. And I had gone down to Orange County because, uh, fun on fourth of july down there mm -hmm. at Newport, <laughs> and uh my friend texted me uh she was the daughter of my diving instructor on splash yeah and so we'd become friends because she came to the pool a lot and she was from texas oh no uh, but she was living in florida yeah and so <laughs> so funny. yeah so she's living in florida she comes to la she and you know i'm one of the few people she knows out here and Texted me on Fourth of July. Hey, what are you, are, are you doing? Anything for Fourth of July? I said, Well, I'm down in Newport, and uh, and then she texted back and is like, Oh, well, so are we. We're gonna. Uh, you you want to meet up? And I was like, Yeah, that'd be cool. We're on Main Street. You know, come. And I told you know, and then we came and met. And I didn't know she was coming. Um, and she was just the friend that like tagged along. And I, it, you know, we just kind of hit it off. We became friends. We hung out a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, it was more like just like going to Disneyland together and, and, you know, just being friends and stuff. And then it just turned into uh now we're married and we have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, Janet, you, do you work with Drake? Is that, did I read that correctly? You guys work together as well, not just on the podcast, but just in life. Yes. Yeah. So We've been working together for a few years now. Um, I like help. Well, I produce the music. Videos. Yeah. I mean, when we got back, when we, so I, I put out a rockabilly album yeah. in about 2014. Mm -hmm. And then I went through, uh, you know, I lost my home. I went through a bankruptcy. I, it, it was a really rocky time. And uh, so I kind of, you know, I didn't, I wasn't focusing on my music. I wasn't focusing on acting. I was just going, mm -hmm. what am I going to do? You know, I mean, I, I, I lost my house. And then the two days after I lose my, my house, I get a phone call that we're going to do with another fairly odd parents movie and which could have saved my house, but it's too late. So I'm losing my house. I've got, it, it was just a, a nightmarish time. And so I, I really just stopped focusing on, 
on on music and acting and anything work, work at all and then uh, I don't know what motive I think we just kind of like started getting healthy and getting in the gym and and then uh, I started making some some songs with a, a buddy of mine and put together an EP and then she really came in as um, you know like artistic director and uh, producer for the music videos. She did all the music videos for this. And we did this all on our own, you know, because I had left the, the label that I did the rockabilly thing with. And we were just flying by the seat of our pants and, mm -hmm. and kind of, you know, figuring it out. Figuring it out. Yeah. yeah. But she, but she made, I mean, we made some killer music videos yeah, and, so. and uh, we, we, we had a great, you know, press run and the, and the, and the album did well. And, and, mm -hmm. and, and my, my streaming numbers started to climb and then I started booking more shows and she was in, uh, an integral part of all, you know, the organization and, and bookings and, and, it was so and fun. yeah, kind of like brought it all, you know, got all back, got us back out to uh, Latin America and, and, and we even went to uh, Chile and Peru and, and, yeah. and, uh, and uh, Brazil and, and, and just all over. And it kind of, uh, you know, re kickstarted my, uh, my music again, which is now I'm able to, to uh, continue continue that to flourish. Uh, you know what I wanted to ask, because we talk to a lot of celebrities on here and see what their life is like from their perspective. And what I, who I've never really talked to is the spouse of a celebrity. And so Jen, I want to know, what is it like for you being married to someone who is so famous and that, you know, a lot of people grew up with. And so I got to imagine that Drake's getting hit up everywhere as he's walking down the street. What is it like for you? Like, do they come up to you and ask you to hold the camera? Like, hey, they don't know who you are. They think you're just standing there. Hey, can you hold the camera, take a photo, and you're just like that would that's gotta be annoying, right? <laughs> it it's not annoying because of the way Drake has always handled it, like from the beginning. Um, I think that exact day that I met him, he already was getting recognized. So I got to watch the way he was, you know, with people who stopped and asked and he was always just really nice. And it was also like a very quick interaction. Um, and we've talked about that. Like it's, you know, 30 seconds to a minute of his day. But for that person, they're going to remember that forever. So like, why shouldn't he stop, you know, for that minute? Well, I'm life? fanatical. Like I'm fanatical when it comes to people. Like I have my favorite bands tattooed on me. I've yeah, got my favorite he's, guitar. He's like, a super fan. So I think he understands. Yeah, so, and, and I've met people who... I looked up to my entire life yeah. and I, you know, I play music differently now because this yeah. person shaped me mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and you meet someone and you're like, oh, I mean, I know you guys. That is the worst kind of letdown when you're a super fan and they suck. Yeah. A lot of and, people. Yeah. And then, you know, so I, and then, I, but I've also met people who I'm like, you know, they take the time out of their day. They, mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're just amazing, you know, like, like I was working with uh, Brian Setzer, my favorite guitar player of all time. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's like, he's it, you know? Yeah. And we were working together on a Monday night football opening and I'm getting to play in a band with him and, and we're jamming and stuff. And I'm going to get makeup in the other room and he comes in with one of his Gretches, you know, one of his guitars. And he comes in, he's like, hey man, you, you got time to jam? You want, you want to play some guitar? I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> guitar. He's like, anything, uh, anything you want to know, you know? And I was like, dude, am I playing the straight cat strut, uh, uh, opening, you know, properly? And he's like, Oh no, you're missing two notes. You look at this. And I'm like, I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. I'm going to be that guy. But, you and, know? He is. I, and, and, and because and, of that, it has always made me feel really comfortable and not mm -hmm. annoyed. 
obviously there's times where people um, misjudge the situation and they like hit me with their phones, you know, because they're so excited. I've definitely had like a few like, you know, but other than that, people are always really nice. Yeah. I mean, yeah. weird to think of like a bad experience with that because I mean, it happens so much that it's pretty normal. And I know that's not mm-hmm. ridiculous, but it just has become pretty normal. Yeah. Um, but I also grew up with like, I don't want to say a famous dad, but my dad is really well known in the martial arts world. So I grew up going to tournaments with people coming up to me asking me if I was Master Von Schmeling's daughter. I don't know if maybe that makes it a little bit more normal. Um, yeah. but I definitely mom, grew my, up that way. My mom is a two time world champion pool player. And my dad's a world champion and, in Taekwondo. And so uh, I used to watch <laughs> my mom. I used to watch my mom sign autographs yeah. and, and she would sign pool balls and so cue sticks and and, hmm. and and you know she I'd go watch her win these tournaments yeah. and you know have fans and signing autographs and, and pool and billiard magazine on the cover and everything so uh and she was always so nice so kind yeah. and so mm-hmm. nice and you know met everyone so I don't know maybe that also has a little bit maybe that rubbed off on me a little bit too you know i never thought about that with your mom that makes sense so yeah you know what's so funny i drake when i hear your name when say people say drake bell i immediately think of the rapper drake but you are the original drake you know it's uh in my life you were you were drake oh well i guess he wasn't drake on degrassi no he was aubrey oh that's right okay so i guess i'm drake okay i'll take it (laughs) (laughs) okay i'll take that all right i know that for a fact because I make the joke that I prayed to God to send me Drake and he sent me the other one. People say like when they mention your name, they mention Drake Bell. I'm like, oh, that's Drake's last name. And then I realize, oh, no, no, no. This is a, there, there's a different Drake, you know. So uh, props to you for being the original, you know, the OG Drake, you know, who made the name cool. Uh, and fortunately, I think the name is like it's going to be hard to see. You know, Drake, the rapper now, is so big. It's going to be hard for someone else to be named Drake because they're going to be like, oh, you named them after the rapper. Uh, that name might be, like, extinct now. I think I think, I think. think first I've been around long enough that people know. And also, I mean, you know, Elvis was huge. How could you have anybody else named Elvis in the music industry? And yeah. Elvis Costello, you know? I mean, True. so there's – there's- think about that. You're right. That's a good yeah. way of thinking about it. Is inviting other Drakes to come up. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's an invite, a Drake invite. Yeah. I like that. All, the All right, so out there, if yeah. you have a shot. <laughs> so I want to, I want to move backwards a little because I want to get into obviously what the show that puts your name on the map. You know, like obviously there's been a lot of stuff in the news with Josh Peck talking on, on BFFs, but let's get back, go back a couple years back, and just tell us like. How did you end up on Drake and Josh? Like, these are the most fascinating stories to us. That origin story of how you ended up on the show. We were working on the Amanda show. So I I, I did the Amanda show first season. Um, and Josh wasn't wasn't on the first season. Uh, and I was the only guy. So it was like, you know, it was awesome. I got all the parts and all this. And then when Josh came in the second season, um, I was like, oh, man, you know, like, I'm going to get less roles and you know, whatever. But 
way, I, I, I can't remember what the sketch was that I first saw him do, but he did a bunch of ad-libbing and uh, just kind of improv off the, off the script. And I was like, oh, that's that, okay, this kid's awesome. You know, like he's, he's really funny. He can, you know, I, this is, he's gonna be fun to work with, you know? So I kind of like didn't care anymore about him being, not being the only guy. But uh, we started doing sketches together like Tony Pajamas and um, uh, When Mascots Attack. And there was, there, there was a couple of uh, other ones did we do together. Um, uh, oh, no, that's you and Amanda. Yeah, I can't think. I'm, I'm like blanking All right my now, favorite ones are you and Amanda. I know, like so. Hillbilly Moment and, to, you know, Totally so Couple. But, oh, but, but we did, but we started doing a lot of stuff together on the show. And I think also we were doing stuff as just Drake and Josh, like behind the you scenes. You were, you were doing that's stuff what, like before the show exactly. and in between that's, the show, yeah. like with the Dancing Lobster. Right, and actually and that's, the... that's how, we weren't playing characters when Dan and Steve saw the sketch that, prompt that kind of uh, inspired Drake Josh. and Josh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. happened, Dan was getting uh, uh, calls um, from Nickelodeon saying, you know, we need another show. Do you have a buddy comedy? He's like, no, we don't have a buddy. You know, I don't have any, anything like that. And we were doing a, 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 a skit where there were, me and Josh are just walking along and we see a shrimp on the ground. And I go, oh, hey, look, a shrimp. And I go to pick it up. But Josh goes, no, I want the shrimp. And I'm like, bro, I want the shrimp. And all it said in the script was Drake and Josh fight over a shrimp. That's all <laughs> it said. And so the whole thing was like us just doing Drake and Josh, what we would do, you know, and we were and it, and it was, you know, it was hysterical. And Steve Malaro, who uh, went on to, you know, Big Bang Theory and all this, he leans over to Dan and goes, well, there's your buddies right there. <laughs> yeah. And That's so, yeah. And so Dan, uh, you know, he, he, uh, took me to lunch and was like, would you like to do a show? And I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and, and, uh, he's like, well, I want to do something with you and Josh. And I was like, perfect. Because I literally, gr I grew up on Abbott Costello, Martin and Lewis, uh, 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 George Burns and Gracie Allen. I mean, I mean, every every buddy comedy you know that you can think of was my dream. I wanted to be Dean Martin. I was just looking for my Jerry Lewis. You know, um, um, you know when I had when I was working with Amanda, it, I, I had that kind of you did feeling, but it was more uh, that was more like I felt like uh, she was Carol Burnett. You know, I didn't quite feel like we were. You know, she was definitely she was the star. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was She's she was star. she was killing it. Yeah. You know, and. She's but when Josh came around, I was like, oh my gosh, I totally found my Jerry Lewis, my Lou Costello. Like, this is amazing. And, uh, and it clicked. It just, it just, it just worked really well. And, uh, and then, yeah, so we, six months later, we were on, uh, the set of our pilot and then the pilot, it, we shot the pilot and it, Nickelodeon didn't want to pick us up. No, it got shelved. Yeah. It got shelved for like a year. And Nickelodeon didn't want to pick us up because they were gonna. They wanted to pick up uh, Little Romeo's show at the time, okay. and so they picked up Little Romeo's show. I love that and, show. Yeah, it's cool. But and Romeo, <laughs> uh, but but we um, we got shelved and and kind of had to kind of fight to get the network to pay attention to us. And uh, but luckily, finally, they did. We ended up reshooting the pilot because I mean a year had gone by, so. 
Miranda looked different. We looked different. Uh, Wasn't it a different dad? Yeah, and then we we re the dad to Jonathan, which is awesome. Yeah, um, one of our best friends yeah, our now. Best, yeah, and uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's how it, it wasn't like the it you know it was kind of a struggle for the first to kind of and then when we got picked up they only they were like okay we'll pick you up but you get six episodes. So not a full season. No, we got a half a season. So we shot six episodes and then went on hiatus and we're like. I mean, maybe we'll come back. I don't know. And then it just caught fire and we, you know, ended up doing continuing it. on and becoming a, one of the biggest shows on Nick, which was great. so crazy. Just to think to think it was that close to not actually happening. Oh, like, I mean, and then more and then it turns into a cult classic for kids growing up. I mean, so many times it wasn't going to happen. I mean, to even get the pilot shot was, you know, and then getting the i mean you know having a year between a pilot and shooting the show kids so you're like you're changing your body's changing it's puberty like it's also we're like yeah totally and also we're like well that was a fun thing that we did but we're never gonna that you know so being kind of bummed and like yeah you move on especially yeah, you as an actor and, you're auditioning and, for other parts yeah. and you're you were like oh i'm I almost had a show yeah. like that. That does hurt your ego. So I think it would be it would be silly of us not to ask if you still chat with Amanda, if you've talked to her, because obviously her name is all over the news, uh, especially recently because she wants out of her conservatorship. Her parents are on board. I'm just curious if you have chatted with her or if you have any thoughts on that situation. No, I haven't talked to Amanda for years. Um, yeah, last time I talked to her, was when I saw it. Yeah, I mean it was. Mm -hmm. I ran into her a few years ago and I had to say something to her because the way I grew up on her and the way that Drake talks about her, I just, I love her. And she said she loved Drake, gave me a hug. Yeah. She was like, she's I'm like, I'm sorry to say hi, but I'm Drake's wife. Oh, and no, I'm, I'm I was, a big fan. Oh, yeah, girlfriend, I was yeah. girlfriend at the time. Yeah, I'm a big fan. And she I gave me a hug and that was it. She's yeah. like, give this to Drake. But yeah, but I, haven't, I haven't talked to her in, in years, but. Uh, but she was awesome, man. I mean, that was some of the greatest. I mean, working with her, I, you know, I watched her on all that. And as a kid, you know, these are the stars for you, you know. Yeah. And so when I get when I got onto Star. her show, I was like, this is crazy. You know, this is huge for me. And then, uh, you know, just learning so much from her because she was just on fire at that time. Yeah. I mean, she, she, yeah. the, the energy that that girl had was just out of control. I mean, we would work and work and work hours and hours and she's having to go through all this different makeup changes, all these different wardrobe changes, you know, and she got there eight in the morning. Now it's 10 o'clock at night and you know, we're, we're, we're going to move. It, it was just, it was a hard show to shoot. There's just, she has yeah. crazy talent, crazy yeah. talent in there. So. Crazy talent. talent. Yeah. I and mean, her comedic timing, her physical comedy. I mean, like I said, like she's like a little Lucia Ball. Yeah. I mean, Carol she, Burnett, totally. she, uh, she's actually the reason I wanted to get into show business. So I am like so obsessed. Can with I be honest life. with you guys? And Dax, I'm being honest with you. When she first started, like obviously in the past few years with her kind of, going through her issues and, you know, her, you know, with the makeup all over her face, I don't know, becoming so, you know, her going through her issues. I actually thought she was like trying to do a character, you know, like I actually, cause she was so good at characters. I was like, is she like, are we, I, I don't know. I thought we were just getting played. Like I thought she was trying to be funny. Then we started to see like, Oh no, this is, there's, there's something serious going on. Well, what I, what I think was good about her situation versus Brittany, I feel like there's a lot more, 
scrutiny and that people realized there was an issue quicker with Amanda, if that makes sense, that I, I think a lot of the jokes stopped and publicly people understand how serious like mental health can be. And so I feel like with her situation it was like, all right, we watched Brittany just get trashed publicly for something that she couldn't control. And then Amanda was like, oh, there's an issue. Okay. Everyone collectively, like, this is not a joke. You know, we've seen it with Kanye. We've seen it with other people. Like, we as a public need to step in and kind of like help that person and essentially stop laughing, stop the joke, stop the encouragement of the behavior in, in some sort of way. At least that was think, my perspective. You no, know, what I've seen with a lot of what I've seen with a lot of my friends in uh, in the business that are sort of from my era is you know, we didn't have social media. We didn't have Instagram. We didn't have Twitter. We didn't have the ability to, or, or, or fans didn't have the ability to comment like crazy mm -hmm. um, yeah. on everything that we do, you know? And so I think a lot of, uh, um, you know, I'm not speaking for Amanda. I'm just saying, and this just popped into my head and just in general, um, the, uh, I've seen a lot of, uh, of people in this industry like that's kind of you know when they're not used to that and they all of a sudden they get like an onslaught of of i don't know you know hate or internet you know just troll trolls. just trolls you know just, that's not even normal you know, troll yeah they it, it kind of you know it really does affect them and yeah. and so so i, I mean I've, I've i've seen a lot of that so i don't know if that if that's uh you know well, i never <clears> thought about that but, but that's hard if you're not used to it and then you come back. But yeah, I mean, when me and when me and Josh were on, on Drake and Josh, I mean, we didn't have, there was no YouTube. There was no, there was no comment section, you know? So yeah. it was just there, there, you know. A healthier place back then. <laughs> go out in the streets and it's like, oh, hey, I love your show. Oh, your show's great. I love your show. You know, and then you go into the comment section and you're like, whoa, oh my God, do I even get out of bed tomorrow morning? Mm -hmm. you know, so, um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, you know, you just kind of have to kind of get a thick skin uh, nowadays, you know? Yeah. So, Drake, yeah. when you were doing, uh, you know, uh, Drake and Josh, don't tell me the exact numbers, but are you getting, for Nickelodeon, do you get paid well? Because from what I understand from Josh, what he mentioned on, uh, on BFF is that he doesn't get residuals. So were you getting taken care of so the residuals didn't matter? Like, were you, do you think you were paid no. fair? Well, okay. Was I paid fair? Absolutely. I mean, okay. For a, for a 16 year old kid. Yeah. I mean, I was getting paid fair, but I, yeah. I mean, the no residual thing really is a, yeah, a big deal because the make... thing that people don't realize, you know, yeah. is like, even though there there's, you know, I mean, we weren't making what people, you know, Frankie Muniz or anybody on network TV, but we were able to like pay our rent and pay our car insurance and like live in normal in decent life in LA, yeah. you know? but we weren't, you know, collecting sports cars and living in mansions and, and all of that. But also we have managers and agents and publicists and taxes and California taxes. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, what you're actually netting at the end of the day is really enough for you to kind of, be able to stay in LA and do and go do this job that you love. Mm -hmm. It's nothing really to like go anything beyond that. Yeah. But the visual thing really is a bummer because you know, and, and what they do with kids TV is they're like, well, if you, you know, if we don't give this kid residuals and they don't do the part, 
there's a thousand kids getting off the Greyhound bus that are just going to, that yeah. parents are going to go, okay, yeah, no, that's fine. No residuals. Okay. Does he get to be on TV? Does he get to be a star? You know, and uh, for us, like we wanted, I, you know, we have our own show. We've got yeah. Drake and Josh, you know, I'd do anything. I'd, I would do it for free. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm years old. I'm like, sure. Where do I go? You know? And it, it's not till later in life that you realize, wow, my show plays or our show plays every country in the world it's it's translated in 200 different languages mm -hmm. it's on every single day yeah. and there's ad spend on all of that and it, it, it it's wild oh it's it, it really does kind of make you go Ooh. well not only that like when you were just mentioning a couple of minutes ago that you went through a lot of money issues in your own personal life and you're going what the hell? My my TV show is literally playing on air while I'm giving up my house. Like, yeah, how is watching, this I'm watching my show, and then there's like Tony the Tiger comes on afterwards, and I'm like, that's so much money that my that my face and Josh's face are making this network right now. That's just and and I'm like losing my house. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, great. See you guys. Like, but you know, it is what it is, and and. But at least it was a great vehicle, you know, for my music. I was able to write all the music for the show. I, I got to write the, write the theme song for the show. And that really, you know, I may have never had any uh, number one hits. Um, but I tell you what, anywhere you go in the world, as soon as I play the Drake and Josh theme song, Found A Way, everyone's singing along and everyone's freaking out. And it's like, cool, that's my hit song, you know? Um, so, you know, you kind of take the... Yeah, but th there is a certain aspect where I I've heard celebs say this before, where it's like, it's one thing to like, not have money at a point in your life, but it's a different thing when you're famous and everyone thinks you have money. Oh, that's and you're like, yeah. this is such a mind F because yeah. you're like, I, you, I realize I'm on TV, but it doesn't mean that I'm yeah. wealthy and everyone perceives yeah. me as that. Yeah, I mean, especially outside, I mean, in LA, and where we were living, like that is the thought. You're like, yeah. oh, well, you 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 booked a TV show. Oh, mm -hmm. you're on TV. Oh, you're you're rolling. You're yeah. you're set. Mm -hmm. But I mean, when I tour and I go, uh, you know, outside of LA, I mean, people, um, you know, if you did a Folgers coffee commercial once in the '80s, you know, you must live in a mansion in LA. You know, <laughs> like, it is not. You know, that's just not how it is. No. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you know. But money, you know, money comes and goes, and and even if I made more money on that, would I have more money today? I mean, if I my res, I mean, yeah, sure. If I was getting residuals, that'd be really great. Um, but uh, you know, I mean, I do okay, so I'm I I don't I, you know it's all right. Were you the, were you the type of famous at that time? You know, when the show was going on, that like you couldn't walk outside, like walk us through what your life was like at that point. Like, could you go to the mall or be getting attacked? Nobody, no, nowhere. I could go anywhere. I could do anything, anything, you know, maybe sometimes if I was at an amusement park or somewhere where there were young people, uh, you know, congregated, maybe I would get recognized. But when Josh and I were on Drake and Josh, we were not living like, stars of a television show we not until social media and i think with like the memes and the the sharing of clips of the show um 
did it really become the cult classic everywhere? Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I really think it's the memes. I really yeah, do. Everywhere I, I go, everywhere memes made Drake and Josh like like gave it a new life. Yeah, and and now we are way more. I mean, I don't want to say we're more famous, but we are. It's like I, I mean, I, we're I, more famous now than when I first started dating you. Yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's interesting, and and Josh says that too. He's like, you know, when we were yeah. on on Drake and Josh, we were going back to our apartments and. Yeah we would go to the movies like normal kids and hang out with our friends. And, and, and now it really is like totally different because at that time, if you were on a kid's show, you're, Oh, you're on a kid's show. You yeah. know, there were no Demi Lovato's. There were no Hannah Montana's Miley Cyrus's. There were no Jonas brothers. No, no young people were like breaking Mega out stars into like that. films and television, yeah. you know? You had to be on network TV or you weren't really taken seriously. You're just on a kid's show. So like you go in for an audition and they're like, oh, well, he's on a kid's show though. Really, can you really do this dramatic part? And so it was like a strike against you. You know, there was no Shia LaBeouf yet. And, and happening at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were all, we were all doing that at the same time. But yeah, so it's, it's really strange that how later in, uh, in life, it's more, it feels more now like we have a show on the air than yeah. it did when we had a show on the air. Well, it's crazy because like we'll go somewhere with, you know, a, a parent or like, you know, people that don't realize how famous he is because they're just an older generation and we'll be out and he gets, you know, trampled by people and they're like, well, you know, what's going on? What, what's he from? Like, you know, tell, tell us. And I'm like, oh, we had a show. And they're like, oh, okay. Like recently I'm like, no, no like, <laughs> like, and they're like, wait, and people still like stop him, and, and then it I'm was like, really oh, cool, yeah, like, more it, than ever. And it's, it's I was wondering, I was wondering, sure. you know, because we are a young show, I, it always crosses my mind, like, when is it gonna, like, when are people gonna stop watching it, or when is the, you know, what, when is it gonna die down, you know? And the other day, these two, like, nine year old kids came up to me, and I think one was like. 11 and one was nine. There were two brothers and they came up and they're like, are you Drake, from Drake and Josh? And I'm like, you weren't even alive when we were <laughs> like, what? And, and then their dad's like, yeah, they're, they're going back on, on all the old Nick shows. Cause they're, you know, they're so much better than what's on today. And, and, and they love Drake and Josh and they're, and they're watching all the episodes. I'm like, dude, all right, cool. I guess it's just going to keep on going. This is great. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's your, it's your generation, so all those fans are just going to keep oh, really? getting older oh, really? with you as well. So you're just going to be famous for the rest of your life. Just uh, buckle up and get ready for that. But I think well, let's get into this Josh Peck interview he did with VFFs. You know, obviously he said a lot of stuff. I'm just I, I want to hear from you because <clears throat> to me it sounded like Josh had a lot of animosity, and it seems like he had pent up aggression about this whole wedding event and. You texting him and saying that you know I wasn't invited I, was that well, everything he said was that actually an accurate depiction of what happened? No. Actually, Drake, before you even begin, this is what Josh, according to Josh, he claims that you went to social, creating chaos and did a press tour on how heartbroken uh, you were about not being invited to his wedding. He said you created a narrative that was, uh, he said you created a narrative that was that wasn't true. According to Josh, a month later. You guys ran into each other at the VMAs, and he made a beeline to you and said he went up to you. Josh no, went up to you and said, 
go apologize to my wife. Uh, is this story true? You know, it's interesting because, well, first off, I, I never texted him cursing him out the night of his wedding because I didn't know that there was a wedding uh, until he posted about it the next day. And that's where I, that's when I got bombed. And I didn't even realize that it was, uh, I, well, now is that I did grandfather right before his wedding. What's grandfather? Is that something? That was, he, is, that was his show that he did with uh, John oh, Stamos. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Um, which is funny. I auditioned for it, by the way. Um, so when Josh got it, I was like, oh, no way. Yeah. We um, were like, yeah. Uh, but uh, oh, so you actually did see him because he made it sound like you guys hadn't seen each other in like 10 years since you wrapped the show. So you're saying, no, that's not true. You guys did see each other pretty recently. All the time. All the time. He's been he's been over here multiple times. We only have lived here in the last six years. Yeah. But but no, no, no. We've, we've, we've hung out a lot. We it you know, and, and but obviously, it. obviously, you know, we have had ups and downs and off, you know, times where we spend a lot of time together and then times where we don't see each other for a long time. Um, but not this whole, we didn't see each other. And, and, you know, he says that I went on a, like a Twitter rant and I started tweeting all these tweets. It was one tweet. And I mean, if you look at the tweet, all it says is, well, I, I guess the ties are cut or something like that. I guess, I, I guess it, I, I don't even remember what it said. What is it? We'll find it. The I'm end, sure or, they'll uh, find it and put it up. It was but, like, but at the end of the at the end of the tweet, I was like, I'll, I'll miss you, you, bro. I'll miss you, yeah. And so I, I didn't attack him. I didn't do any, you know, the, the internet, internet does it, what it does. Yeah. And I had no idea that that was, was going to happen. I, I, I don't, but why do you think his, his story is so different from your story? I mean, he's literally making it sound like you guys – had no friendship so there was no reason to invite you to a wedding because there was no relationship there and then it sounds like from you guys there was a relationship maybe it wasn't the greatest at that exact moment or whatever but that you guys had seen each other had been to your house and yeah. all of that i don't want to harp on not getting invited to the wedding yeah like, i don't like, like that's fine it just it took on a life of its own yeah it was, you know, not, it was not my intention no. it wasn't my plan i wasn't trying to uh you know throw daggers or anything i was just like Bumped. Honestly, he was just emotionally impulsive. He went to Twitter like a teenage girl that doesn't have any followers. <laughs> Millions of followers. And then he tweets it and then goes, uh... oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but what happened at the VMAs? Did you guys see each other? And was that accurate that he went up to you and just did some, what he says, like Tony Soprano type thing and said, go apologize to my wife? No. I'm sorry. That's just so funny to me that Josh would ever pretend to be tough. No, 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 no. He he came up and and I mean it's on. You can see it on YouTube. It's on his uh, uh, on his uh, YouTube page, but or on his vlogs. But no, he came up with the camera and he's like, "Hey, what's up?" And I was like, "Oh shit, is this really happening right now? What's up?" You know. And then he like kisses me and then uh, is like, "Tell the internet to be nice to me or tell Facebook to be nice to me." I'm like, "Oh my god, be nice!" Like it's not like. I had no, I had no idea that people were gonna be people were mad like at him for that. At him throwing things at him like in real life. I had no idea like that people would be mad at him. him for that. Like I, I'm like, but they, no but idea. they took sides, and I was like, I mean, I, I had, I didn't know what was going on. But we no, did there not were no, feel that fire. But no, there were no like texts or, you know, multiple tweets or, or they said I went on a, a 
what did he say? I went a on a press, press tour? tour about it. A press tour. He quoted saying, like, I went on a press tour. I guess you're, you're, I, I guess from, he said the actual word press tour, but from what I understand, and I'm just kind of saying what I understand, what I think he said, he means as you were talking about it in a lot of your interviews. Okay, yeah, because uh, I did go on, I did go on a press tour because I put out a record, yeah. but not because I wanted to talk about yeah, that would be so. Every single interview, everyone's going to ask you about it. Well, yeah, and usually, you know, usually, um, you know, the publicists and we, you know, tell tell everyone, you know, we're promoting the music. Let's talk about the music. Let's, you know, let's not talk about this or that. And you, you know, sometimes they just don't follow, you know, what we ask, and they ask the questions, and then you just kind of have to roll with it, you know. So it's not like I was going out on any dude. This was an accident. I mean, I, I was bummed. I tweeted, shouldn't have tweeted. And it was one tweet mm-hmm. and that was it. And I think, yeah. you know, Josh, obviously, you know, it really, it really affected them yeah. that, at that time. And, and I think that now he. Even though, able... even though we got over it, we've hung out since then. Yeah, that we were, we pitched we were a show working together on a show then. in 2019. Yeah. So I don't know yeah, we where do the a, we do a... Wait a second. So you guys have even hung out since that incident? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, 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 uh, we're going to do a reboot of jo- uh, Drake and Josh called Josh and Drake. Um, oh, I'm so confused. Why is he talking about it like you guys don't get along? I am so confused right now. I, I don't know. That's, that, I think that's why I got so angry because I saw that and I was I like, I don't know. I mean, we, we, were, we were pitching just, a show in, in like right chummy. before the pandemic. Um, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know. And Jenny, you posted something on IG, but you, you pulled it down. What did, what did you post? Oh, I just called him. I just called him. She a just liar. said, so yeah, she just said some expletives, and, oh. but you know, don't, don't, don't upset the wives. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And like when Josh came up to me and at the VMAs, I mean, first thing I wanted to do was just turn around and freaking hug the guy and tell him, dude, I'm so sorry. Like I have no, I had no control over this. This was not my intention. I should have texted you instead of tweeted. You know, I should have just texted you and been like, oh, that's a bummer. I would have loved to have been there. Congratulations. You know, where do I send the gift? But instead I, you know, acted like, a, you know, I was a little bit upset and I was irresponsible and I tweeted, you know, was he, so here's but, a question. Drake, did you invite Josh to your wedding? No, because my wedding was like, we got our, our, we, we got married like kind of quick. We, um, we were on the road cause I, I, I tour a lot. Yeah. And so we had a bunch of shows coming up, a huge Latin America tour coming up. Mm-hmm. And you know, we were just like on the road and when you're on the road, it's like, you know, it's, it's work, but you're also, you know, when you're on the road together, it's like a new city. It's exciting. You know, you're like, yeah. it's like, you're, you're falling in love again everywhere you go, you know? So we're like, Oh, we, we want to get married. And, and, uh, but then we looked at the time and I'm like, yeah, but when are we going to get married? Like we have a hundred shows this summer. We have, you know, I'm, I'm shooting this thing at this time. We're doing this. And we looked and there was like a week in March that we had nothing to do and we were going to be in LA. And I and was, it was like two months from and that it was two months moment. from that moment. I was like, all right. And so we, 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 uh, looked, we immediately went to, uh, look at places to get married and we knew we wanted to get married in the Santa Barbara church. Mm-hmm. Oh, not the church, the, the, uh, the courthouse. Yeah. 
um, I don't remember how we we've seen it before or, or what, but we knew we looks European. yeah we just come across it before and we knew we know so we immediately went to go see if uh, there were availabilities, and that week was one of the the one of the only, only availabilities, availabilities at, the, at the courthouse. And we're like, okay, and that so like, can't. Right, I well, mean. That's, that's it. So it's right in our face. So then we yeah. we, we booked it, okay. and then we finished out the tour that we were on, which was a couple more dates. Mm -hmm. And then we came home, drove up to Santa Barbara, got our marriage license, mm -hmm. uh, hung out in Santa Barbara, had a great day, came back home, and then a few days later we were we were married. So it was like, and uh, also there was fifteen people there. Yeah, um, I mean, my dad and, was there, my mom was there, her mom, her sister. Um, and just our, uh, and my friend friends. married and my yeah. and one of my best friends married us. Yeah, it was, was super was it, yeah. um intimate. Yeah, and spontaneous. Um, we got married March of twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen, yeah. Um, and we were pitching the show in January of twenty nineteen. Um and we I think, we were pitching it before we got married? Yeah. Oh and I think um Things were a little rocky around that time because we said we weren't mm -hmm. going to do the show. Oh, that might be what it was. Okay. So we yeah, because we decided not to do Josh it. Yeah. to the wedding because he was not happy with Drake's yeah, I decision. think that yeah, I think that might have been that. and 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 but since then, there's still even been texts between Paige and I about when I had my baby. Like there was even though we decided not to do the show, like I still thought that things were fine. I mean. His, his wife and I are nice to each other. I mean, I don't know how she feels about me now. She's still following me on Instagram. So that's good. But you know what the thing is, guys? I think at the end that we all want to see like a fairy tale ending. Do you, you know, I know this oh. past few days has been a little bit rough with the internet, the media, the news, everyone talking about this. Do you want to get things back to just having like a civil, but just like a good relationship with them? Is that where you want it to be? You want to be? Absolutely, of course, of course. You know, I, 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 but I've been doing that all through these years. You know, I mean, he says in his book that we decided to 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 go our separate ways when we figured out that we weren't going to be this, you know, comedy uh, whirlwind uh, duo. But I mean, that was never really the case. Just nobody knew. There was just nobody did anything with us. You know, I mean, I was, I, I, I was. You know, every every time I get around Josh, I'm telling him, I'm like, dude, this is, I mean, hello, this is magic. Like, let's go. Like, what do we like? Let's make our own stuff. And, you know, when he started doing YouTube, um, I was like, oh, cool. You know, maybe this will be an, an opportunity for us to kind of uh, do something together. People, you know, obviously people are loving seeing him again on, uh, you know, and his numbers are rising and, 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 and all of this. And it just, I don't know. It never, you know, it, it was the same thing when we were kids. You know, I would go home and I would, Right, you know, I, I I look up Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin and Evan Costello sketches from the Colgate Comedy Hour, and I would I would I would because uh, you know I'd have them on tape, and then I'd I'd type out the 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 scripts as I'm watching them, and and then I'd take them to Josh while we were on the Amanda Show, and I'd be like, hey, you read the Jerry Lewis parts or the Lou Costello parts, and I'll read the Abbott parts, and you know I can I'll be Dean Martin and da da da, da. and I don't know, I don't know, he just it, you know he. We were young and stuff, and the, the I mean, it was kind of old comedy, but he was like, eh, this isn't really that funny. Never really got, like, that excited about it. And then as we were doing Drake and Josh, I was, like, on cloud nine because my dream was to be a Dean Martin to a Jerry Lewis. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. – ever since I was a kid, mm -hmm. that was my my dream, 
you know, Dean and Jerry. I mean, it's funny because it's Dean and Jerry, D and J, Drake and Josh. I mean, it's very meta. But um, but that's, you know, that's what I've always wanted to do. And so when we were doing Drake and Josh, my thought was, we're going to go off and be Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. We're going to be Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. We're going to go off and, you know, make these buddy comedies and 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 kill it. But at that time, Josh really was wanting to shed the Drake and Josh skin actually. And, you know, he'd just done the, the movie with Ben Kingsley, um, the, the whackness, you know, and, and uh, which got critically acclaimed and was, you know, it was a fan, it was a fantastic film and he did an amazing job in it. And so I think he sort of, you know, his eyes set on, on that goal and that path and, and, and which he did well, you know, I mean, he went on and, and did a lot more dramatic roles and, and things like that. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always for the funny, you know what I mean? I like, I just, I, you know, and so I think that, I think that's why I think that, you know, there's like this little glimmer in the back of my mind that I'm like, yeah, you know, Dean and Jerry hated each other for a while too. Whatever. We'll get over it. <laughs> Do you think that like, if he, if he texted you tomorrow and just said, Hey dude, sorry, I was just trying to sell some books, like all good. I didn't have an issue. Like, I love you. I just needed to do this in my moment. Would you be like, I got you all good. hundred yeah. percent. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, I look, literally just said that if like, if Josh showed up, you would be like, come in, come yeah, in. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and I would like to think that he would do the same thing. Well, honestly. have you, have, I mean, here's the thing. Have you tried texting him since? Oh, yeah, it, yeah, I him. yeah. And he texted back and he's like, Hey, you know what? Cause I told him I read his book. This you know, is before. I, oh yeah. This is before she kind it. of got upset on Instagram, but I, you know, I read his book. I, I immediately went to the, you know, Barnes and Noble day it came out and there it is on the shelf. I mean, it's so rad. I mean, like, so you're still supporting have, him through all of it. You are still buying his book. You're still a Josh fan, even with the comments. Of course. hundred percent. Yeah, of course. Book? I mean, dude, dude you, should hear, you should hear some of the stuff me and my brother say about each other. I mean, come on, you know what I mean? Like it is what it is, but it, there, People ask, you know, a lot, like, is it weird seeing yourself on TV, like growing up watching yourself on TV? And it just never really was weird because it kind of, it's what I did. It was my job. I just, I, I did it ever since I was really little and it kind of, I just was, it was normal, you know? So yeah. but when I walked into Barnes and Noble and I saw Josh's book on the shelf, like that was the trippy, that, like that I think was the feeling that people think I get when I like see myself on TV. I was like, whoa, what a trip. Like my friend wrote a book and people want to read about it. And then like I open it up and I'm reading stories that I that I know and people that I know. And, and it was like, I don't know. It was just really, it was like that that out of body experience of like, how is this my life is strange. Wow. So what do you what do you rate the book? The book? Oh, I mean, it's a 10 out of 10. It's a great book. I mean, it really is. It, it's a it's it's a heavy book. I mean, get ready get ready for a roller coaster ride. Mm -hmm. um, but but no, I mean, I you know I I that's what I, te I texted him right after I read it, and I was like, hey man, I'm I'm really glad I read your book, like because there was a lot of stuff. You know, we were dealing with a lot of things growing up when we were yeah. doing the show, and we both had our demons, and we both had things that have happened to us in our lives that like we were struggling with, and 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 trying to show up on set and just be like on 24 yeah. seven mm -hmm. and, and doing our job and mm -hmm. while still struggling with like family issues and, and things were, you know, teenagers and just, 
it's all this trauma that we've we've been through and all this, you know, and just trying to not let it affect our our work, you know. Um, And so I think that, you know, there's a lot in the book that I knew about and I knew was going on, but I didn't really know how deep it was cutting or how how uh, how much of an effect and impact it was having on him. So, so that's why. So I told him I was glad that I read the book and yeah. and uh, you know it really opened my eyes to a lot of what he was going through and 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 that I, I you know I told him I wish I'd, I I would have been a better friend and and that I would have been there more for you. But I think there was just this tension sometimes between us when we were going through our dark times. We didn't when we should have leaned on each other. We sort of put a, a, a shield of strength mm-hmm. on like uh, yeah. nothing's nothing's happening with me I, I'm great yeah, I'm, I'm doing my job I'm funny I'm showing mm-hmm. up I'm I'm on time I'm doing my lines right I'm getting laughs and you know when we really should have been like you all right dude like let's go let's go have some you know and we would I mean we would be working on set and then afterwards we'd go hang out but we would just you know I mean we wouldn't you know, we'd play video games. Yeah, we'd go play video <laughs> yeah. games and we'd go watch movies and we'd yeah. hang out and order pizza and mm-hmm. and and you know we weren't sitting there you know analyzing our our feelings at 16 years old you know what i mean 17 years old you know he'd come over to my house and we'd hang out and then we'd go go see movies i mean it was just normal you know but i i there i didn't know you know i should have been like dude are you, you know how you doing man you know and yeah. we just kind of you were you know, young you, you don't know that stuff when you're young I give I give Janet a lot of props because she stuck by you through everything, you know, and I know the past few years have been a little rough. You had some legal issues and stuff. And um, I'm like, you know, obviously this thing that happened just with 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 Josh did a lot of people kind of were they trying to distance themselves from you because of what happened the you know that because again janet has been on the entire side was josh maybe trying to distance himself from you because of that again that's just a thought of mine no and that's interesting that you say that because we thought that we thought okay maybe he just assumes that the that we're being quiet or that we're not really active or that the internet hates straight i I, honestly honestly no i i don't think so I, i I don't, I don't think so. I think that, I think that it was his time to get some press. No, to get back at me for saying for the wedding stuff. I think that really bummed them out. And now he, he has an opportunity to go out and say, Hey, you know, and he just wasn't expecting me to say anything because I usually don't. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But also I had like, I, I, was not expecting to get picked up by calling him a liar. That was not. Yeah, no, that wasn't. Like I said, we don't do. We, uh, no, like I the things that get picked up friends. on the news are not, wild. You know, it's it is wild. Let me ask you guys: the news and stuff. Do you think the news has? You know, obviously, you guys have been in the news the last past few years. You know, obviously before that, you know, through your acting from the good stuff to the bad stuff. Do you feel like the media has been fair to you? No, not at all. Are you kidding? Well, what parts? Like, the, you know, I was there. I guess oh, the good times. They, you know, about, they like drama. They, how about, they want to see New York, New York Times? How about the New York Times uh, reporting that I'm a registered sex offender? Wrong. Like, how about the New York Times? How about Wrong. the USA Today <laughs> saying that California is going to decide whether or not to register? I wasn't even an accused or or, or uh, uh, convicted of a sex crime. I mean, it's it the whole thing 
is completely construed misconstrued and it's like and the clickbaitiest the clickbaitiest uh, ever stuff ever and yeah. and i mean it's wild the stuff that they reported was just incorrect not fact i mean it just was wrong just like dead wrong and and so yeah. you know it's but even before that like these these huge reputable credible places yeah. we're saying that drake changed his last oh, name oh that i changed my last that name that i moved to mexico like even the buzzfeed article today said that yeah, we've lived that we in, mexico. in mexico like we've never and... not lived here here yeah yeah at, at a point as a celebrity and you just you, you hear all the, the crap that just keeps getting spread yeah. out there do you just turn it off do you do you feel that you want to respond to it or you're like it's not worth it because they're already re reporting such crap like what is me saying something going to do about it I mean, it, it gets to the, it gets so absurd because you know there was a viral TikTok that came out and it was I think some sixteen year old girl and she said Drake Bell is going by the name Drake Campana he moved to Mexico to it literally Bell in Spanish yes yes yeah. <laughs> um, he's now he's now a citizen of Mexico and he ran away to escape uh, legal accusation or something whatever it got picked up by every news organ. I mean, we were getting- We were, we were trending getting number four on Twitter, on Twitter for like two and days. And everyone was hitting us up, E! News, you, like everybody, to respond to a 16-year-old girl's TikTok. That, <laughs> but how is that news? I was like, I was like- Like that actually sounds like a joke. Like, was she trying to be funny and then it got picked up? How would I just become a citizen of Mexico and change my last name all of a sudden and have a Mexican passport and? And and just live in Mexico. <laughs> you know how immigration? I, like what? It, it was wild. And so it's just it gets so absurd that you kind of just have to like, you know, when when people bring it up, you're just like, oh well, yeah, no, and <laughs> then just keep doing what you do. I mean, but it's like it, it it's like always, you know. Uh, I oh, I just want to play music, man. I just want to play music. I want to make people laugh. I want to go. I want to entertain. I want to. I want to write. I want to create, and and people are so mean. And, yeah, and there's just so much noise around so that, like, mean. as long as I can, as long as I can, you know, get up on stage and play my guitar, or you know, sit down on my piano and write some music, and go to the studio and record it, and you know, then then I'm I'm cool. You know, it's just it's everything else is just uh, noise, it's just noise. It? You know, you know, you've had a you've had a very successful music <laughs> career. Who who are the people that are showing up to your shows? Are these Drake and Josh fans? Are they people that found your music elsewhere? Are they um, other celebrities? Yeah. Like I'm always curious about that. It's total mix. It's... You know what? I, I'm really fortunate um, that my first two albums, I well, even though the second album I I put out through Universal, my first two albums I really did independently. Like I had no A and R telling me what to do. I had no uh, you know, nobody's saying, oh, this is what's hot right now. This is what sounds cool right now. Here's the songs you need to do. You know, I wasn't on Hollywood records having songs given to me. So my first two records, you know, I wrote them, uh, produced them with my partner, uh, uh, recorded, played everything and, and really got to make the records that I wanted to make. And they are not, you know, your typical teeny bopper. It's not the records that you would think that, a kid off of Nickelodeon would come out with, and so they're you know they're pretty musical and and um, 
carry a bit more weight lyrically and and uh, and and stuff. So I think fans have, have really connected with my albums outside of of the show, which is mm-hmm. really cool. You know, whether the show brought them to the music or or but you know it was like that at the beginning, but more recently it's um, people just discovering my music, not knowing I made music or hearing the my it play in their friend's car and they're like, who's it? You know. And, and so there are, you know, it's, it, it's, a, it's a whole mix. It's, you know, there's organic music fans that, that have my lyrics tattooed on them and, and, you know, have my autograph tattooed on them and stuff. And, and, uh, and then there's people who, you know, come cause they love Drake and Josh, but it's more, more so now that was like kind of more at the beginning. I think more so now it's like, yeah, people love Drake and Josh, but they're coming because uh, the music. they're, 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 yeah. music. they're, they're fans of the music. Yeah. Absolutely. Let's do a quick speed round with you guys. I just want to see what you guys think. Um, you know, the first thing that comes to your mind. You guys ready to do this? Okay. The best restaurant in LA. Musso and Frank's. Musso and Frank's, but also uh, Osteria Mozza. Okay. What about the most overrated restaurant in LA? Uh, uh, Mr. Chow. Okay. I agree. Totally agree on that one. Uh, Last person you met that you were starstruck by. So just this, uh, was it yesterday? No, day before yesterday. I got to play, I got to record with my favorite drummer of, of all time. He's my, so, uh, there's a band called the Stray Cats. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. Slim Jim Phantom. I got to, I got to record my favorite drummer this weekend. First thing that comes to your mind. Okay, I'll give you a story. Okay, sorry. Slim Jim <laughs> my favorite band of all time. You know, it's the Stray Cats and the Beatles for me. You know, so I got to Slim Jim Phantom. My, mine, is, mine will always be Charlie Sheen. That is my number one celebrity. Oh, story. yeah, that was fun. That was really cool. Where was that at, by the way? Look, at Pump's a little concert. Pump concert. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm good friends. I, yeah, friends with Pump and. And I went to uh, and I went to go see one of his shows, and I'm like looking to my left, and I'm like, "You're Charlie Sheen," <laughs> and like, and and he leans over to me, he's like, he's like, ah, I, you know, I don't know, I just don't get it, man. I just don't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> was he there with his kids or just like hanging? No, he was just there. No, that's why he came because he brought his kid. Oh, did he bring? His that's kids? why he was there. His kids oh, well, he brought him out on stage. Pup. Yeah, yeah, he brought him out on stage. Um, too. So that's why he was there. Yeah, yeah. He, he brought his. But kid. no, it was cool. So I got um, to meet him. That would be. He's amazing. Yeah, I love Charlie Sheen. That was he was so. I was nice. trying to convince him for like you know to like you know do like maybe like he'll play my dad on a show and like I'll be his son and like maybe it's like this kind of I was trying to like pitch a sitcom to him but I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was like I don't know if there's too much pot smoke in the in the back there room or so much pot smoke. I don't think yeah. he was too into it. But he uh, wasn't. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's funny. Okay, what about the biggest name you have in your phone? The one you're like, oh, this is kind of cool. I mean, the biggest name that I have in my phone for me is Charlie Walk. That's okay. the. I mean, that's the that's the coolest biggest name for me. But that's not exciting for well for for people for, that don't know Charlie Walk. Charlie Walk is a music exec who basically yeah. helped the careers of oh, everyone. Now there's there's a, outside of if you're outside of music, you might not know that name. And I've been in entertainment for a long time, so of course I know the name. But there's a lot of people that are going to be like Charlie Walk. Who the hell is that? 
he's huge in the music uh, arena. I mean, literally oh, yeah. has helped the careers of Malone, everyone. He, Ariana Grande, The Weeknd, uh, Destiny's Child, Beyonce. I mean, uh, Shakira, um, you know, discovered all of these acts. And I did this crazy thing where I wanted to get to Charlie Walk. I don't know what it was, but I was like, I think he'll get my music, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I unfollowed everyone on social media and I only followed Charlie. And I was like, maybe he'll notice that. And then I started like liking his things and I would like DM him every once in a while. And sometimes they'd be seen and sometimes they would. So I was just doing this whole kind of, I was basically stalking him. Um, but he reached out to me out of nowhere one day. And he's like on DM, he's like, when can we talk? Just like, uh, now, right now, here's my number. <laughs> he called me up and he's like, he's like, what's going on with you? What's, what, what's happening in Drake Bell world? And then I started talking to him about music. I'm like, oh, I'm making this music and I'm doing this. He's like, no, 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 no. Like your whole thing. Like what, I, I see you're doing something here. And I'm like, oh, he sees like the met that there is a method to my madness and what I'm doing here because we were, you know, we, we have a business together and we, uh, work with other artists and, and do much more on, on the creative side than just me as an artist. So, and that's really what I wanted to get to Charlie about was uh, doing something with other artists and something outside, you know, and, and, and kind of being able to do stuff behind the scenes more. Um, and, uh, and, and that was, it was wild. It was like, I, I, my plan worked and I got a hold of him and, and then we became great friends and, and he's been a mentor and, and, uh, it's been awesome. Yeah, it's just wild. Yeah, what, what about you? Who's the biggest name in your phone? Oh, but Sean, I guess Sean's yeah, the answer. Yeah. Sean Mendes Sean. is absolutely answer. You have Sean Mendes' number? Drake does. Yeah. Wow, that's a big name. Okay. Um, Who is it for me? Uh, well, I... Um, right now, Sophia. Sophia, Sophia. Yeah, Sophia's the biggest um, name in her phone. Our so friend Sophia. One of my best friends is in Uncharted with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg right now. She's um, the lead of that with him. And she's also in The Wilds, the Wilds on uh, Amazon, which is an awesome Crazy show. Anatomy Crazy Anatomy. And just all these other things. And I'm just yeah, we so did a proud movie, of her. We did a movie years ago in Texas, mm-hmm. like this terrible horror movie. <laughs> Um, and, uh, we just kind of become friends. We, we stayed friends and then, uh, and then her and Janet met and now they're like, well, I, I asked her to be in the music video that we did. Oh, that's right. I cast her as your love interest. Yeah. In oh, that's right. She, yeah. She's in my honest video. Um, yeah. and she, I mean, this movie is just going to catapult her career and it's just yeah, so exciting. It's really exciting to watch. Awesome. Yeah. Um, what's the, yeah. I want to go real quick. So the speed run, I guess, what's, what's one food everyone loves, but you can't get into What's what? It's one food everyone loves, but you can't get into. Food? That's tough. We kind of like all the food. Um, um, honestly, fish. Any type of fish. I don't like fish. You I like sushi. sushi. I like sushi, but I don't like any cooked fish. Like any fish dish? Like, no. Yeah. I get it. I, salmon. Like, people get, like, salmon on their thing. And, like, ooh. No. All right. Um, I love What's food. Yours? She you eats don't everything. have one, Janet? No. Okay. Have you ever called the paparazzi on yourself? No, I, yeah. Uh, 
Well, no, no. I mean, I've I've done setup. No, I've never called the paparazzi, but like I've had like publicists like, oh, today you're gonna go do this thing, and we're gonna get some shots like you're shopping or something like that. But I've never like called like, the paparazzi and yeah, done like no. done like a a supermensch when when he called the the police on them on on uh, Alice Cooper. Yeah, Alice Cooper's manager called the police and reported that they were like being obscene on stage uh, oh to get to get press for them. Um, but no, I've never done anything like that. Yeah, yeah props for uh, I give you a lot of props for mentioning Supermensch. I like that. Um, uh, coolest vacation you've ever taken? Hawaii, I think. Anytime. I mean, we've done it a lot, but that's our that's our I think heaven. That- I think our Europe trip, oh, our Europe trip was, was really great the too. Coolest vacation. I mean, yeah. Hawaii, we go, we it's like second home, I feel mm-hmm. like now. But we went to Europe and that was a really cool because we got to go to different countries like yeah. every day. Yeah, it was, was like was a really quick cool. trip and we were, you know, in, uh-huh. in a different country. Yeah. And it was kind of like in the beginning of us dating too. So it was just so fun. And yeah, not to say that if we went today, it wouldn't be fun, but you know. <laughs> All right. Was there anything that you spent an insane amount of money on that you then regretted later on? Not that I regret it, but I spent an insane amount of money on clothing. I was going to say clothes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And that's, all, that's something I've always done. I don't know why. He's obsessed. I've just always loved clothes. And ever, well, you're the, I mean, you're ever the nicest dressed person we've ever had on our podcast. I mean, you put on a, a jacket for us, which is pretty impressive. Oh. Um, oh, but no, I mean, even when I was a little kid and I would get allowance, right? I would get. I would save up for like, you know, a new pair of Kenneth Cole shoes or like a. a new, Drake I just, loves fashion. I just love, you know. Well, I think I think rock and roll and fashion like have always do. just gone hand in Absolutely. hand. Like, you know, you grow up watching, mm-hmm. looking at Mick Jagger and John Lennon and and yeah. these guys, and you're like, no, that makes sense. Yeah, I want to. Like, I mean, Elvis. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? Elvis. It's like, yeah, I, I, you know what they're fashion. wearing. Yeah, you know, um, Sammy Davis Jr. and Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra. It's like what they're wearing had so much to do with like who they were Drake's and old that I got, you know, I was just he really just obsessed with those. So I love being in a suit with a cigar. Yes. Yeah, so like, you know, I, I, when I started doing the show and I got a little bit of money, I was like, Whoa, I can go and get suits made. Like, and then I, and then I'm spending like a crazy amount because I'm a kid and I got nobody telling me not to do this and that it's so dumb and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm going and getting like these Italian suits made and I'm from scratch. I'm picking the fabrics. I'm picking the this and that. And, you know, so Drake, I still have them to this day and they say, still fit. So it's, so it's fine. It's still, that's, the great, that's the great thing about so, buying, you know, nice clothing is it, it lasts forever. I mean, I have, I have suits that if I put on right now, they look incredible and they're, 12 years old mm-hmm. you know well, that's props to you because you just haven't changed you know you're still set that you're still the same weight dude yeah. <laughs> all right my last question is uh what kind of cars do you guys have uh i just got rid of my uh 1961 galaxy it was my second car that i ever had that's cool and i just uh it's the sad it's ca- the car situation is a sad uh topic over here yeah just i just got rid of the yeah galaxy. i just gave it to a friend of mine um <laughs> and uh, but no we just have normal We're cars just, like yeah. i drive a sedan and she has a an suv <laughs> an suv and a sedan i feel like that is very like interpretation there interpretation there 
Yeah, I mean, you know, dude, it, could be, it could be a Toyota, Look, it could it be a Maserati. You know, you just a. never know. All right, so yeah. we mentioned earlier that you guys have a podcast together, but I don't think we actually mentioned the name of the podcast. What is the name of your guys' new podcast? Drake and Janet. Drake and Janet. And uh, yeah. so we also talked about what, what is the – give me a little elevator a pitch of what your podcast is about. Because I know we talked about – we don't know what to talk about, like what we're going to talk about, but like what is the concept of your podcast? Um, Pretty much just – our lives and what's going on. You know, I, 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 I have a ton of stories from, you know, just all the years in the industry and, mm -hmm. and, uh, and also we can bring on a lot of guests. I have so yeah. many friends who, who uh, have, you know, incredible stories. And mm -hmm. uh, I, you know, I also have friends who are like conspiracy theorists and like, like, like super into like we have wild things and stuff, you know, like bring them on friends. and like have them yeah. talk about some, you know, you know, why is the earth flat? You know, yeah, what I mean? we're, we're excited they, uh, for that. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, just some fun, kooky, wacky, uh, stuff. Yeah. And I'm sure there's more stories about Josh Beck somewhere. No, I mean, hey, people will tune in yeah. for them. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just us. Just, just uh, just don't know. piss off the wives. Yeah. <laughs> i hear you i hear you well thank you guys so much for joining us uh you know this has really been fun and uh i i wish you much success on your podcast and coming up with all those topics when you guys work together you you live together you podcast together uh i know that that is sometimes a challenge but it sounds like you guys have a lot of fun together you guys are making me laugh this whole time so uh if you want to yeah. check out their podcast drake and janet go head on over to wherever you listen to your podcasts and then make sure you follow them on social media at drake bell or at planet janet tv how did you come up with that handle by the way um i've been playing at janet for a little bit um it was just my like dream production company name and then i was producing at hallmark for a little bit and i just felt like i was posting so much tv stuff and then i i don't know and then it was planet janet was taken i was like planet janet tv because i'm a tv producer and then it stayed and now there's people that call me planet and there's people that call me planet janet like charlie walk yeah um, hey planet he, he, yeah hey planet um so now i feel like it's part of me and yeah so that's that's that. Awesome. Well, thank you guys honestly so much. I know that uh, it isn't always easy to get a babysitter come talk to us, so we appreciate yeah, it. We appreciate it. Yeah, totally, totally. So, uh, I, I listen. I, I I pictured that going different because obviously we wanted to know all about the the Drake and Josh and Josh Peck talking crap on him on BFFs, but like I listened to it. I don't feel like there's a lot of animosity from Drake's side. I feel that he's like, hey, I. I kind of thought we were friends yeah we've had ups and downs but i didn't realize you were gonna go trash me in front of the world and at the end of the day i still i don't even think he's that mad he's like all right it is what it is but we'll, we'll be friends again one day yeah i think if they ran into each other i don't think he would try to ignore him um and listen i think i i i've talked to drake now for over an hour and i he apologized like listen i get it he posted something on twitter that because probably people are reaching out to him on twitter and he responded and wrote something, not knowing it was going to turn into this huge drama. Again, 
I don't think he needed to address it more. He was like, whoa, I don't know what I started. And then all of a sudden, you know, I guess Josh responds to it and it becomes a whole big deal. I think there's a little bit of miscommunication on both sides. I don't think nobody's wrong. Yeah. It's just life. Um, but but how many things have you how many times have you like said something or tweeted something or posted something that like you instantly regretted? And even if you delete it for him, a million people have already seen it for us. Four people saw it and we're like, ah, OK, it went away. But for him, like you can't undo that moment in time like it's done. Yeah, no, I agree. So but I, I like him. I think he's a good guy. Yeah. You know, I, I think yeah. uh, I appreciate him speaking openly about like his life and his career and. Again, a guy like that, he's been around. He, like, you gotta think of the people he's known. Like, he, Amanda Bynes, and you know, obviously Josh Peck. Like that, there's a lot of stars, like these child stars, and these, you know, we grew up in the, we're a little bit older, but like, during this whole time gap, you know, they have people like Hillary Duff, him, Miranda Cosgrove, and like all these kind of social, you know, young stars where they're just trying to narrow. You know, navigate their yeah. life, it's, navigate their worlds. Yeah, it's wild, crazy. It's wild. But uh, again, thank. Check out their podcast, uh, uh, Drake and Janet. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Leave a review. Again, I always say, please, please leave a review. Please leave a review. That's all I ask from you guys. I don't ask. Take the four seconds out of your life, please. Leave us a review. It means so much to us, and we will read it. Well, we read one at the top of the show, and uh, we'll read one next week as well. If you guys like celebrity content that you can't find anywhere else as far as exclusive videos, it's pretty cool. Check out our YouTube page. Uh, it's also on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on it all. We also have a private Facebook group where you can ask us those questions that – uh, legally, we can't answer some of these questions on air because uh, it's fucking bullshit and you just get sued. Even though right. <laughs> However, we have no problem answering this question. So just make sure you guys follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and leave a review. Uh, Hollywood Raw Podcast. My name's Adam Glenn, G-L-Y-N, Dax Holt, D-A-X-H-O-L-T. See you guys next time. A Huda Media Production.